0: shire et siam super eminentem caritatem Christi, to know Christ's love, which surpasses knowledge. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear Canon, very dear faithful, today, we celebrate the feast of the Sacred Heart of our Lord. In the last few weeks, we have had the feast of the Most Holy Trinity, of Corpus Christi, and today, the Sacred Heart. Let us take a moment to reflect on the importance of devotion to the Sacred Heart in order to profit from these feasts. At the Feast of Pentecost three weeks ago, we received a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit who was promised to us by our Lord to lead us into the fullness of truth. The first of these divine teachings was the doctrine of the Most Holy Trinity. Through this teaching, we are able to approach the divine nature of God. We saw that when we make the sign of the cross, every single time, we can bring back to mind this teaching that God is one in three, one being in three persons. The sign of the cross puts us in the presence of God, thus enabling us to be in contact with God Almighty. It was because of this sign that Constantine could defeat his enemies and free the Catholic religion from persecution. The Thursday after the Feast of the Most Holy Trinity, we had Corpus Christi, when we celebrated the sacramental incarnation of this transcendent and triune God. The same Holy Spirit brings to us the knowledge of the incarnation of our God. Though so completely different from us, He took upon himself our flesh, so as to be like us in all things but sin. Once again, it is the Paraclete who brings to us the proper understanding of the union of the human and divine natures of our Lord. Holy Communion is a share in the life of the Triune God. The whole Trinity, who is essentially love, becomes fully a part of our human condition. God's whole life of perfect communion between the Father, Son and Holy Spirit is shared with us. It is a gift given to us by God the Father through the death and resurrection of the Son and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We saw also that in his body and blood, through the blessed sacrament, we have access to that same almighty power of God himself. The divine nature of our Lord, which uplifts his human nature, is made available to us when we receive Holy Communion. Today, we receive the third divine teaching. In today's feast, the Holy Spirit puts before us the Sacred Heart of the Son of God, so that we may know, love, and adore it. By knowledge of the Holy Trinity, God is made known to us as he is. By the Holy Eucharist, he manifests himself to us. The Sacred Heart is a symbol of God's love for us and is the key to understanding how a transcendent, triune God can reduce himself to a small host so that he can nourish us with his strength and grace. It is by the Sacred Heart that the supernatural love of the three persons of the Holy Trinity can be established in our souls through the sacrament of the most holy body of our Lord. By his infinite love, God draws us to an eternal life with him. The Trinity uses the created human heart of our Lord Jesus Christ, taken entirely from the body of the Blessed Virgin Mary as the sign of a very human love that our Lord has for us. As human beings created by the same God, we are incapable of feeling that supernatural and infinite love that the three persons share. However, as human beings, we are more than capable of experiencing the human love of Jesus manifested to us through his sacred heart. At the Incarnation, we read from St. Luke that the Archangel Gabriel explained to Our Lady that the Holy Spirit would overshadow her, and she could conceive the long-promised Redeemer of man. Our Lady, being free of any stain of sin, full of grace to be the Mother of God, was perfectly prepared to fulfil this part of God's plan for the salvation of man. At her fiat, the Holy Spirit infused her body and brought forth the incarnation of the Second Person of the Trinity in her womb, thus also bringing forth the Sacred Heart of our Lord into the world. This is a human heart that was perfectly united with the divine plan for the redemption of man, and at one and the same time loves God and man immensely. Being the heart of the God-man, its love for God and for man was perfect in every way. For this reason, St. John could say that he was like us in all things but sin. Devotion to the Sacred Heart is devotion to God's love for us in human form. It is the feast that explains how a transcended God, who loves his creatures enough to not lose them to sin, can make available to them his body and blood as food and drink, as nourishment for the soul. Through the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist, we are put in touch with our destiny of dwelling for eternity with the most holy Trinity. The Sacred Heart, makes this love of the Holy Trinity accessible to us. Since our Lord was like us in all things but sin, in his heart, he loves us in a very human way, free of any disorder of sin. Through devotion to the Sacred Heart, the disorders in our own hearts can be rectified so that we can turn away from our false loves of material things And loving God first, we can love all things truly as he intended. Man is meant to dominate the world and his own passions, not to be dominated by them. The Sacred Heart is the instrument by which this disorder can be rectified. Devotion to the Sacred Heart can make all of our sacrifices acceptable to God, the Heavenly Father, because in them he will recognize the work, the sacrifice of his son, the only sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to him. Tom Geranger tells us that it is the mystical ladder between man and God, the channel of all graces, the way whereby man ascends to God and God descends to man. The Sacred Heart is a material expression of the love of God for us. It is a heart of flesh like any human heart, but because of the union of the word with that heart, our devotion to it is a means for us to become friends of God himself. Through the devotion to the Sacred Heart, our Lord will be able to tell us one day, I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends, for everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you." The Sacred Heart is the door to our friendship with God. Saint John, who rested his head upon our Lord's heart, made this clear through the choice of his words, when he said, as in the communion antiphon of this Mass, that a soldier opened the side of our Lord, pierced his heart, and the last drops of blood and water came out. The importance of this fact is underlined by St. John himself when he states for the next two verses that what he has just mentioned is true. The scene of our Lord upon the cross at Calvary is the clearest expression of John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that he gave it his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him will have eternal life. Dom Geranger states that on the banks of the River Jordan, the divinity of our Lord was manifested during his baptism, when the voice of the Father was heard and the Holy Spirit appeared as a dove. Here at Calvary, the Sacred Heart was shown to be the means by which the life of the Trinity would be made available to us, when it poured out the last drops of blood and water. In this first episode, the beloved disciple writes, and there are three who give testimony in heaven, the Father, the Word and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. And there are three that give testimony on earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three are one. At Calvary, the heart formed in the womb of the Blessed Virgin by the Holy Spirit poured out blood and water. From the time of the original sin of Adam and Eve, God in his mercy wished to restore to us our destiny of sharing his eternal life with him. Today we celebrate the feast of the fulfilment of God's merciful design for the human race. The Holy Spirit testifies that Jesus Christ is the truth. As St. John tells us, the Spirit comes with water from the fountains of the Saviour and makes us worthy of the precious blood, which flows together with that water, as we saw flowing from the Sacred Heart at Calvary. Through our baptism, by being born again in water and the Spirit, we are made members of the Church, united to Jesus Christ, her spouse, by the blood of the Sacred Mysteries. Since the Spirit, blood and water are one in the Sacred Heart, through our membership in the Church, we have the same union with Jesus Christ. We are bones of his bones and flesh of his flesh, and by our baptism, adopted sons of God and sharers of the divine life of the Most Holy Trinity. This is why it is important to cultivate a strong devotion to the Sacred Heart. The immense suffering that our Lord underwent was inspired by an even greater love for us, his fallen creation. His thirst for souls was greater than the thirst induced by his suffering. The fire in his heart burned more brightly than the suffering he had to endure. His heart was broken and spilled out all of its blood and water so that we may have new life. Let us not hesitate to turn to Our Lady, the mother of the Sacred Heart, whose body is the source of the flesh for the Sacred Heart. It is most important to share everything every thought, every sentiment, every fear with the Sacred Heart, in order that he may correct our disordered appetites and return peace and strength to our souls. In this, Our Lady will be a sure guide to help us to learn to communicate in the silence of our hearts with the Sacred Heart of our Lord. O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make my heart like unto thine. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.